everyone, it's Benji here. I just want to let you guys know that the Budget Overland podcast is uh, no more. Uh, ended that back in February 2024. I just wanted to come on here and give you guys a disclaimer as to not buy anything from Budget Overland Official. The only two things that you should be able to join is the Facebook group, and that is under groups, and it's called Budget Overland. You have to ask to join. It's still up and operational. And then BudgetOverlandPortal.com will still be up and operational until the domain name runs out, which I believe is good till 2026. Anything, everything else that's Budget Overland out there, please don't support. Please don't buy. It's either spam, scam, or something else. Uh, just want to let you guys know, I did start a new podcast called Newfound Overland. It's available on all major platforms. Love to have you over there. Uh, just kind of disclaimer here, guys, up front before you get into today's episode. There's a lot of gold out here. You know, every episode we had some good guests and good topics. So I don't want to discourage you guys from listening further. So please do. And I'd love to see you over on Newfound Overland. Bye-bye. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Budget Overland Podcast. I'm your host, Benji, and this is Overland Shenanigans. Happy Monday to you wherever you are in the world. So this show is about just kind of behind the scenes stuff, things going on in my life, maybe some things going on in the overland life, maybe a random guest here and there, but the whole show is going to be less than 30 minutes, maybe even less than 15 minutes. Uh, so anyway, at the beginning of the show, I'm just kind of talking about what's going on with me, and then we're going to go into our voicemail segment. If you got a question, concern, or if you just want to say hi, call into the number listed in the show notes below, and I'll also name it once we get to that segment. You guys can call in, say hi, or do whatever you want to do. Just don't cuss me out. And don't say anything stupid because I will block that number and you will never be able to call into the show again. And we don't want to do that. So again, happy Monday, wherever you are in the world. I'm excited to be here today because this is going to be the first show of Overland Shenanigans. So I've got a voicemail. Somebody called in. Actually, a couple people called in. So you're going to want to stay tuned for that. And uh, yeah, so anyway, I'm excited because I think I figured out my forerunner situation. Uh, some of you may not know this, but uh, I've got, you know, it's a third gen forerunner, so IFS in the front. The issue I've been having is a nasty vibration because my CV axles are in a bind due to the amount of lift I have going on in the front. Um, long story short, it's old man emu something with springs something, I don't know, with a one inch puck for a leveling kit, which in turn turns it into a two inch lift kit or whatever. So you've got two inch on top of a two inch. Now I've got a four inch lift, which is binding my CV axles significantly. So anyway, I took that off. I got a smaller lift um, or spacer in the front. It's not the ideal situation still. I, I mean, ideally I'd like to get brand new struts for the front that are, you know, maybe Bill Steins or, or something else. I've talked to the guys that more, um, with the uh, Iron Man, I just don't know. Um, I'm not ready to pull the trigger yet on $800 worth of front struts. So, if your IFS, like a anything really Forerunner related, um, you know, a three inch is just golden. Um, you know, anything less is fine, but anything over three inches just um, too much on the uh, CVs. And then, you know, there's aftermarket parts. You can do long travel and all that stuff. It just depends on what your budget is. And uh, so, anyway, that's just an update on that. Um, I was not able to attend last weekend's um, rendezvous bonfire that they had, um, primarily because of that. But the weekend before that was more, and I was super um, exhausted from that show. Um, Chris did a phenomenal job again this year um, putting that on. I think it was the fourth year. It was my second year attending on Storyteller Row. Um, 
anyway, fantastic. The whole place was packed. I got to talk to a lot of you people down there, uh, which is fantastic. And I got a lot of uh, meet a lot of new people. And hopefully, you guys are listeners now. I gave I gave out two hundred and fifty cards pretty quick. Um, I promised you guys stickers. I didn't have any stickers available for sale. Um, I am going to have those for sale on our website, budgetoverlandportal.com soon. So go over to Budget Overland Portal, check it out. Um, it'll be at the top somewhere. It'll say shop or whatever. And once those stickers are gone, I will never print those again. And we'll go on to the next fun one. And this kind of, you know, it helps support the show. It'll help support, you know, my fuel and food costs whenever I go do my trips and stuff to create content. Um, but anyway, it's fun for you guys too to rep it. And I appreciate you guys doing that. Um, so anyway, let's get back into what uh, Monday is going to be like for today. So my rig's getting figured out. I have got a, and I'm not sure if it's a hundred percent set in stone. I've got a trip coming up. I believe next weekend is mother's day, which would be this following weekend for you guys. Um, the next weekend, I believe I'm doing a kid in father's only camping trip, um, somewhere either in Northern Arkansas or Southwest Missouri. I'm not sure yet. Um, you know, a buddy of mine has been wanting to take his kids, um, camping and I've been wanting to take my son camping this year and, uh, you know, introduce the kids and let them have fun. Dads can sit around the fire and the kids go play in the creeks and throw rocks and do, do kid stuff, you know, play in the mud, get dirty, whatever. So I'm looking forward to that. And then I'm also wanting to do a trip, um, somewhere maybe North, not North, um, New Mexico, somewhere in the New Mexico region, um, potentially this summer. Um, I've got some connections down there. Um, I'd like to utilize and to escape. And then I've got a family trip coming up, um, maybe late August, early September. We're going to go to the upper peninsula and, uh, hang out there. So we've never been, we've seen some pictures. It's about a 15 hour drive for us, but we want to make it a long um, you know, travel or journey, if you will stop at all the weird sightseeing stuff. So we like doing that little hole in the wall stuff, camp at uh, some unique places along the way. And which, you know, in the Midwest, there's not a whole lot of cool stuff, but there's a ton of historic things in the Midwest. Um, you know, it's called, considered a flyover state area. So, um, if you're ever driving through there, I mean, Kansas, <laughs> I'm always going to say this, but Kansas is boring. I'm sorry. Unless you're like from the Flint Hills area, it's pretty boring. Um, change my mind. You Kansans, uh, let me know where to go, especially East Colorado. That's pretty boring also. So anywhere out there, uh, it's not fun. So any, anyway, I'm rambling again. So the segment I'd like to get into now is I need to call, I call it the BO hotline, even though it's not, you can call into this number and you could leave a voice message. Like I said earlier, ask me a question, voice a concern, say, Hey, Benji, you're doing a killer job. Um, don't tell me I'm doing a bad job. I don't want to, I don't want to, you know, I don't want to cry all day. So anyway, so here's the phone number for the hotline. It is 314-266-9536. That's 314-266-9536. And it goes straight to voicemail. I will not talk to you. It'll go straight to voicemail, voice your concerns, voice your questions. And I might even have questions in here that, you know, I'll need your help with or whatever. Uh, just like I said, you know, in Kansas, like where, where the heck to go in Kansas, call me and talk, talk. It's not like a serious segment or anything like that. It's just fun. The more people that call in, the more fun the listeners and I will have. So let's get into some phone calls and see what the heck a doodles is going on. 
Well, that rang about 300 times. You want people to call in to your show and listen through 300 rings? You better fix this or I'm never calling again. So that was Off-Road Brian, which I've dubbed the name. He was on last week's episode, last Thursday's episode of the Budget Overland podcast. Um, He's helped me tremendously on the tech side of things as far as the website, um, you know, if I have a question or if I need to test something out like this voicemail, he's all about helping. And I appreciate you, Brian. Thanks for leaving me such a positive voicemail. And then my wife, I had her listen to, if you call in, you'll get to hear a goofy voice, uh, telling you what to do. But anyway, here's the, uh, <laughs> that's, that's the clip from my wife. All right. So let's get into the actual, uh, call. And this came from Brian. So, Brian, I appreciate you, brother. He's got a YouTube channel. He's going to play. Hey, this is Brian from North Carolina, otherwise known as Boondock Haverlock. Um, Here's my question. Well, and a little bit of a story. Um, I am possibly thinking about downsizing my vehicle and looking at probably a Tacoma. Now, I know what I have to have. I have my list of have-to-haves. I have my list of if... You know, it doesn't have these or if they don't give me what I need for my personal truck that I have now. And if the payment's too high, I'm not going to go through with it. But looking at some of the, you know, the TRD off-roads and the TRD sports and the TRD pros and just the regular SR5, you get start to get up to those more expensive ones. They have the crawl control, traction control. Um, they have that, you know, brake actuated automatic locker which is basically just traction control limited slip um what's your take on those i know my opinion on them is i don't really like them but i don't know if you've talked to anybody that says they actually use it and they like it you know the little dial that says i'm on dirt i'm on snow i'm in mud um my opinion and it could be an arrogant one um, i'm sure that stuff works for some people um, probably works for a lot of people, but for me, if I need to tell my vehicle that I'm on snow so it drives better, I probably shouldn't be driving that vehicle on snow because I don't know how to handle it on snow. That could be arrogant of me, and if it is, please tell me. But, you know, I'll uh, hang up and listen to my, your, listen to your answer off the air. Thanks, man. Hey, our first caller, Brian, I really do appreciate you calling in, man. So I don't know a lot about like the fifth gen forerunners and the third gen Tacomas as far as the, you know, like you said, the, uh, the crawl control and all that stuff. Um, from my understanding, that's a four low only feature and you could set the dial as to how much acceleration, um, your truck or, or whatever the throttle will give to the wheels. So I'm not a hundred percent sure as far as giving you an, as an experienced driver using that stuff, I can't give you that advice and I I apologize, but the three takeaways that I would want out of this, you know, Tacoma would be, I would want a rear locker. At least I would want to re-gear it, which you can't, I don't think there's a different gearing from an SR five to a TRD pro. I might be completely wrong. And then, um, you know, I would want a mild lift, which I know for the TRD off-road pros and maybe even the off-road, they come with a two-inch lift, maybe somewhere in there. 
Um, so there's those little things. So if you're handy and, and which you are in the, you know, the hands-on stuff, I would try to find just a decent, you know, buy on like an SR five and then kind of build it out the way I wanted, unless you're talking a couple thousand dollars for, you know, the difference packages or whatever. But that's, uh, that's kind of out of my realm, man. My, uh, my third gen forerunner, I've, I've done a ton of work to get it to where I want it. And, you know, it's a manual J shift, uh, four wheel drive differential. Um, you know, I've got an E locker in the back, which are the flip of a switch, you know, if it's a six point switch, um, you know, I've got that. I don't like front lockers because you will eat up CV axles and that's just from people I've wheeled with and, uh, some personal experience in the past. Um, that's why you always see the guys snap their CV axles a lot is because it's too much throttle. And even with the lunchbox locker, um, you know, you're still going to eat up some CV axles. Now that all depends on the driver too, and also depends on your needs and wants. But as far for as your, you know, initial question of the arrogance or anything, I don't think so. I think a lot of people that the, the manufacturers nowadays, they try to make it as easy as possible for the consumer to use the product, you know, where it's intended. And that's off road for this, you know, application. And, you know, if, if they call tech support or whoever, they could walk them through this stuff. And it's probably, it's a lot more, uh, I guess, easy to communicate that over a phone, I guess. I don't know what I'm saying. So I, I'm very mechanically inclined. I know you are too. Uh, most of us are because we, we like to, to wrench on our own stuff. And, you know, if we break down in the woods, who's going to fix it? We, we will. So I don't know, man. So hopefully that sounds, I'm excited that you're going <laughs> to join the dark side, if you will, and uh, come on over to the Toyota world. That's fantastic. So good luck with your trade-in. I appreciate your call, brother. Um, guys, you're missing out. Call in the, the, the hotline is 314-266-9536. I'd love to talk to you. Even if I can't answer your question, I'll still voice my opinion and, uh, go from there. If not, you know, I, I don't like to be stumped on questions and please don't intend to. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Just, just call in and have a good time. It's all it is. Chilled layback episode. I mean, look at that. We're already at 13 minutes. We're having a fun time. We're having a good time. All right. So uh, with that being said, that will wrap up today's show. I can't think of anything else I want to plug other than we know we got a Patreon, patreon.com slash budget overland that, that helps, you know, with the show, my food costs, my uh, gas costs on trips for the YouTube side. Um, we've got uh, the Facebook group, uh, budget overland, uh, where it's facebook.com slash group slash budget overland. We're at 43,000 people right now. And to monitor all that is it's a it's a job in and of itself and we've got a good mod crew and admin crew over there uh we're about 12 members on that site and i'm actually going to um ask for you know if anyone out there wants to help be a moderator it just helps uh you know keep the page clean and on track uh, on track and uh, if you want to be a moderator reach out to me send me a dm um on facebook or instagram wherever you're at and uh, let's get you connected and see if you're uh, up to the task. Um, another thing is, yeah, we're on Instagram, budget overland, uh, budget underscore overland underscore official. Um, I post some stuff there. I'm not that good at it. Like some of these guys spend a lot of time, you know, with their videos probably coming over from TikTok or something. Uh, I'm I'm not. I just post some random trip stuff or, you know, every once in a while a meme or something, nothing too serious. And some of you guys will, uh, you know, tag me and stuff, which is fine. And I think that's about it. Uh, budgetoverlandportal.com will take you to all those things. 
Um, yeah. So I guess that's it. We'll call it a wrap. See you Thursday. Have a killer Monday and we'll see you Thursday. <laughs>